Hey, yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I am Big Rut. And I'm G-Money. And this is our second episode of the podcast here. G-Money, what are we talking about today? This week we're talking about what's currently going on in the NBA. So we're going to be talking about everything from Ty Lue being fired from the Cavs. We're going to mention Derrick Rose, maybe throw in Clay Thompson, and also a little bit, little bit about LeBron. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, a lot happened this week. Um, let's get started with Ty Lue being fired from the Cavs, uh, starting 0-6 here. Um, what, what do you think about that whole situation, G? I really think it was a little premature. I think Le- he came into the team with LeBron, and LeBron basically coached that team you know, to the finals each time. Sure. Well, when he left, they didn't really give him a chance to like rebuild the team. They kind of said, well, you're starting 0-6 after losing our best player. We're just going to fire you right away. I just don't think that was very fair. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, I I mean, the stats the stats show that LeBron pretty much carried Ty Lue to, you know, the playoffs and, and the finals each year. Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I wasn't really a big fan of Ty Lue when he was there. Um, no? Why not? No, I, I just I, – I think that LeBron really – was the coach and the all-star player on that team. And Ty Lue was just, you know, in the position. He wasn't really doing too much with them. And, and it even showed, you know, Larry Drew, who's, who's the, the um, associate head coach right now, uh, you know, filling in for that position. He, he took over for nine games last season when, when uh, Ty Lue was out. And, uh, and Larry Drew led them to an 8-1 and record. So that's uh, – hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that really, you know, makes up for anything or, or says anything about Ty Lue. Um, yeah. But, you know, they, the Cavs got their first win the other night against the Hawks uh, with, with Larry Drew as their head coach for the first game back. So, hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that's really significant. But, um, you know, Ty Lue being fired, I'm not sure if he – he really, uh, he really had it in him to to have a winning record this year, like he has the past three years. Um, you know, with with over sixty percent of his wins, um, you know, being in that range. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it was probably time. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. And I mean, if this Drew guy has the record that you say, then yeah, he's probably pretty good for the Cavs, but. I just think if they had given Tyler a little bit more time and then fired him, like if he continued to like go like zero and fifteen, yeah, then that's like definitely a problem. Well, I don't, I don't think it helps either that that Kevin Love gets hurt every other game too. He, <laughs> he's he's out with a toe injury right now, and they said it could be weeks, you know, maybe even months, and you know that that's that's kind of the face of the franchise after you know, LeBron left. Um, right, Jr. is asking got... for a trade. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I there there's not too much you know left um, you know to really support this team and I I think LeBron was that was that rock that they had and mm-hmm. um, Ty Lue really really didn't bring everyone together after that so um, you know it might have been the right decision um, you know if the Cavs won a winning record this year that that's what they had to do yeah yeah so, I guess time will tell yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. um, awesome well. You, you mentioned here, we, we did a little bit of research, you know, over the, the past week since our last podcast about Vince Carter, Vince Sanity. 
VC. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so you you were you added this note here it's talking about the new beast in the east since the Cavs aren't aren't that beast anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we, what do you want to talk about? You know, with these Bucks and, and Raptors, and you know, I I think the Celtics might be the new beast in the east. But what what do you think? Well, I think right now the Bucks have the best record. Yeah. Um, I think Giannis is on his way to maybe an MVP. Yeah. We never know, but he's been playing hard. And I think the Bucks have a really good team. And so do the Raptors. Sure. I mean, if it wasn't for LeBron every year, the past several years, the Raptors could have been maybe, you know, they were in the finals for the, the East, but who yeah. knows? It could have been in the championship a couple of times. Right. And now they have Kawhi instead of DeMar. Um, Kawhi's putting on a show too. He, yeah, he is. I mean, he's taking some nights to rest, but when he's playing, he's he's on. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I I think I mean he he seems like a good fit up there. I I don't see anything wrong with with him and his teammates and all that, but um, you know, the reason why I think the Celtics might be the new beast, even though they they don't have the record to prove it right now, um, you you got a healthy Gordon Hayward. You got you got Kyrie who's healthy. You got you know Jason Tatum who's who just had an amazing season last year, and oh, um, yeah. you know he's only going to grow. He he worked with Kobe in the off season, so anytime you work with Kobe in the off season, you're going to be good the next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Celtics and the Bucks in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, that's my prediction going into this year. Mm-hmm. Well. And I think, you know, people are saying a lot about the East is weak now that LeBron left, but I think it'll still be pretty fun to watch. I mean, you have the 76ers that are kind of coming back now. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So yeah. I'd say those four, you know, 76ers, Celtics, the Raptors, and the Bucks will be the top in the East. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So what did you think about Clay beating Steph's record the other night? Jeez. Yeah, he – that, that's that's just phenomenal I, and did you see you saw um you know Steph saying that he wanted Clay to go beat his record at halftime or whatever yeah he came back out and he was like you need to beat my record that's 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 a true teammate right there you know telling him to to go beat my record that's uh, I don't know they they're just unstoppable <laughs> yeah I you can't even you can't say much about them because they just they're Honestly, if you compare them to, you know, Michael Jordan's teams back in the the mid to late 90s, you know, when they won all those championships, you know, they had Pippen and Rodman and, you know, all that whole all-star team and, and the record that they had there, it, you they're comparable to that and it's just it's ridiculous. Mhm. It's so fun to watch them play and stuff too. Yeah. But speaking of the Bulls, did you see that clip with Scottie Pippen talking to Clay during the game? No, I didn't see that. It's this clip, and Clay's like looking back over his shoulder. Scotty's like, "Don't pass the ball." <laughs> That's great. And he did. Clay had like zero assists. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, all that matters is points to him, really. Yeah, I guess so. That's great. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean the war. I think I think the Warriors will win again this year. Like no doubt in my mind. Almost. Yeah. Well, they're they're talking about Clay possibly going over to the Lakers. Really? Yeah. How about that? They they said there there may be a trade with Clay going to the Lakers. You know, halfway through this, probably near the the trade deadline in, in January. But uh, <laughs> if they lose Clay, uh, there's I don't know. It's going to be pretty tough in in the West with uh, the Lakers if if they start you know heating up and then 
you know, you got you got the Spurs, you got you know the Trailblazers, you got just the, the West. The West, yeah, the Rockets. Yeah, the West is just a tough, you know, conference to to even play in. Um, yeah. With with the All Stars that are on that side, but um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be pretty interesting to to watch going into January and February. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they do lose Clay, the Warriors have so many options, anyways. Yeah, like if Clay doesn't go off, it's Steph or KD. So right. I mean, it's just I really they'll you know they'll be hurting without him, but they got I think they'll still do pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you you made a note here that that the Nuggets are second in the West right now. Yeah, and a Joker's leading them in scoring and <laughs> just doing a little bit of everything. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, that that's not something that you really think about going into the into the season. You know, preseason, you're like, all right, it's it's the Warriors, it's the Lakers. You know, Lakers got off to a terrible start. Yeah. And, you know, now the Nuggets are, you know, second in the West. You you, you would have thought the Lakers were right behind, behind uh, you know, the Warriors. But it's, nah. uh, Nuggets are a sleeper team, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I feel like they just have – they don't have anybody crazy. Like, Joker's good, like, really good. Yeah. But it's like they – I feel like they just have a good team chemistry, and that's why they're doing so well so far. Yeah. So I don't know, and like I don't even know if the Nuggets have ever won a championship or anything like that. (laughs) No. Yeah. So um, we were we were looking at I was looking at the news this week in the NBA because there was just so much news Mm -hmm. (laughs) last week since we talked, and I I saw I wanted to mention that the Spurs are going to retire Ginobili's jersey in the March in March of next year. They. Ginobili just retired like at the beginning of the season, like right before the season started. <laughs> They're yeah. already retiring it. Yeah, they didn't waste any time. And then uh, LeBron, he's pat. He he just passed Dirk Nowitzki uh, for all time scoring, and Dirk and him are still playing. So right, I, Dirk, Dirk's not getting the time that LeBron's getting, of course. But you know that LeBron just passed you know a major milestone that's you know still active. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's pretty amazing in itself. Um, what what did you have to say about about LeBron? Um, you know, with his his scoring right now. Well, right now LeBron is less than two hundred points behind Wilt for fifth place in all okay. time. Yeah. So I mean, that's like easy money right there. He's gonna get yeah. that here before you know mid season. But what I wanted to say was that. LeBron has been averaging around 1,900 points every year he's playing, which yeah. is just crazy to think about. But <laughs> if he continues doing that for the next three years, he'll be second all-time scoring. Jeez. I know. And then he may play after that. So if he, even if he averages like 1,700 points or 1,500 points, but he does it over five seasons, yeah, then he – would be battling Kareem for number one. Wow. And I think that would just be another, you know, another reason people would think he's the greatest of all time. Right. Yeah. And Kareem's record, I mean, he, Kareem was done playing in 1989. So that, that all time scoring, you know, 38,000, a little bit over 38,000 points. That, that's been, that's been there for, uh, what, 30 years. And, mm-hmm. LeBron might be the one to you know get as close as he can to it, if not beat it. So 
I think that's uh, that's pretty outstanding. And it, it's I know it's different eras. You know, people you know that are older than us. You know, they, they might talk about you know you didn't see Mike Mike play in our day. You didn't see Kareem play in our day and everything. But mm-hmm. you know, we we've watched Kobe. We've watched LeBron play. And these guys are, you know, top two in, in scoring all time as well. So, um, right, you know, that that's in our eyes, you know, he, he might be the greatest of all time. Just, you know, from what we've seen, um, right. you know, firsthand. Well, and he's going to pass Michael this year in scoring. Yeah. And Kobe next year, if he, even if he does half as good, yeah, you know, he's still going to pass both of them. So it's just sure. like, you know, for us, what we've seen, you know, it's just like he's the greatest. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, he he's just got to stay healthy. That's the only right. <laughs> that's the only thing I'm worried about. It. I think LeBron just needs to stay healthy and you know keep keep pushing to beat those records because he's got it in him. Oh yeah, and I mean Kobe, like he hurt his Achilles before and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and that's what slowed him down a good bit. But LeBron's just like from a health standpoint, one of the best athletes that takes yeah. care of his body right you know he, he just i saw a stat one time that said he spends over like a million dollars every year just on his like body and physique and what he yeah. eats and all that kind of stuff yeah it's just crazy dude i can't even i can't even pay you know 10 bucks for vitamins because they're so <laughs> expensive <laughs> can imagine anyways but yeah so i mean that that's that's pretty huge um mm-hmm. something else that was huge that that happened just last night man derrick rose going off yeah against uh, the utah jazz mm-hmm. seemingly coming out of nowhere really right like well jimmy butler wasn't playing last night either so that that gave him some room <laughs> yeah that's true and i mean i know he's been doing pretty good but wasn't he like coming off? Isn't he coming off the bench? Like yeah, he's not he, starting, is he? No, he wants to be sixth player of the year. Yeah, he he definitely might. He might be if he stays healthy too. <laughs> yeah, and he's dropping fifty points coming off the bench. <laughs> That's... But to go from you know rookie of the year and then MVP and then tearing his knee up twice. Yeah, and then being traded, you know, team to team because you know no one thinks he's that great and he can't. Mm-hmm ball like he used to to showing up and dropping 50 points and getting a win that's just that's why people love sports man it's just so inspirational that i mean that d rose is like the epitome of like if you're at your lowest of lows i there's there's definitely hope if you put the work and the time and the dedication into whatever you're doing you know to get to to wherever you want to be and that's that's what derrick rose is doing and and He's, I mean, Derrick Rose isn't the youngest guy either anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's putting in the time and the work to to keep up with these young guys, and and going through all the stuff that he's gone through. It's just, it's, um, remarkable, really. Yeah, he's yeah. had to battle so much to get back to you know being in good enough shape and to explode and to be six man and just you know play yeah. those kind of minutes. So it's just so cool. Yeah, he's he's really proven the teams that that really didn't have too much faith in him that, you know, he's he's worth it. Um, I think I think it's pretty cool, you know, with Tom Thibodeau being the coach at, and for the Timberwolves because he was his coach all throughout, you know, his Bulls career and everything too. And uh, it just shows, you know, how Thibodeau really, you know, 
trusts D Rose. He knows he knows him. He knows how he plays, and he knows you know his hard work and his determination. So that's uh, that's pretty cool, just coming from a coach's point of view, um, you know, and giving him that that trust and uh, you know playing uh, you know the minutes and and at the at the level that he's playing at, you know, dropping fifty in in one night. That's that's just crazy. Yeah. When you saw that the the Jazz turned him down like nine months ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I did see that this morning. And he just had like a chip on his shoulder to like show him, you know. Yeah, it's great that it came against them too. (laughs) Right, exactly. So I just – irony at its finest, I guess. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the rest of the season looks like though. I – I think he's he's really going to prove himself, and and I think the the rest of that Timberwolves team is too. They 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 do have a really good team. Um, they got the talent for it. Just they just don't have the 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 pieces right now to get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that team, especially in the East. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, the first ten games of this NBA season have been crazy. Yeah, I know. Like we've had at least we've had three fifty-point games in the first ten games. Like, uh, when how often does that happen? Yeah, and like Blake Blake Griffin never did it. It was his career high. Oh right. And then it was D Rose's career high, and then Clay broke a record, and yeah. KD had forty. And it's just like it's going wild so far. Well, that's the that's the thing I think too is is the the way basketball is evolving and, and the way this game's being played like every every year it's just it keeps improving and I think a, a lot of it is just you know scoring now and it's it's I, I don't know it's it's revolutionizing just how you know basketball is played. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was looking at I was looking at stats from like Julius Irving days and like they were scoring like in the one forties, one fifties, every game, like a lot of the games. It's, I I think it's going to get back to that point at some point. I I just don't think that defense is, you know, as, as important as it used to be. And um, I think this whole, you know, three point saga and everyone loves shooting the three and, you know, hitting it deep and everything. And they can, you know, that's what's taking over this game now. And and that's why you're seeing these scores like it is. Um, I I like it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and I I feel like people have become such elite scorers now. Yeah. That even if like you're a good defender, it's still just so hard to guard. Yeah. Cuz people have so many moves and they can shoot from the outside in and, you know, off the dribble and pull up and all that kind of stuff. It's just hard to guard. Right. But I mean like the Warriors scored 91 half the other day. I saw that. Like, what was that? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's not playing defense. <laughs> no, that that shouldn't. That should be the end game total. And right. Was... <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Oh. But like you said, I'm excited for the rest of the season. I think it should be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, G, you got any final thoughts? I think that's it for me, man. You? Yeah, I think this this wraps it up. We. Went over Ty Lue's firing. I don't think he's getting another coaching job this year or ever. Um, <laughs> you know, we talked about, you know, some of the teams in the East, some of the teams in the West, Warriors, you know, LeBron and his his legacy that just continues to impress us. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Derrick Rose just coming out of his shell and uh, playing like he's in his prime again. So, yeah. Well, man, it's been great talking to you. You as well, sir. We'll be back next week with some more 
basketball with the boys. All right, guys. See you next week. Thank you.